Another episode of Grey Knockers is coming right now. I'm Tyson Affleck with Milwaukee Tool, and I am Grey Knocker Nation. Guys, Milwaukee Tool joins us next, right here on Grey Knockers Season 2, Episode 4. Grey Knocker Nation! Welcome back. Season 2, Episode 4 features Milwaukee Tools. Cannot wait to get to that interview. It is super exciting. Big surprise at the end. Also, that surprise might just be a gigantic giveaway prize. You may have to listen all the way to the end for details for that. If you're not following on Instagram, make sure that you're following. If you're not subscribed on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, or any other of your listening apps, please subscribe. Leave a good review. If you have a bad review, leave that to yourself. That would be much appreciated. We're also going to feature a product today and have a feature maker for our product spotlight and feature maker. We're going to get to that in one second. Just wanted to say life's super busy, super busy with the business. That's why I had a little delay here. Thanks for being patient. Seems like I'm saying that every episode, but you know what? That's what this podcast is about. I'm going to put out solid episodes. It's not about quantity. It's about quality. So I'm going to put out 12 episodes in 2019 for season two, and it might just come sporadic. That's why it's so important that you subscribe and that you follow along on Instagram to be caught up on stuff. So right now, before we get to Milwaukee Tools, which is just great, uh, we're going to do our product spotlight. So let's do that now. Let's go to episode four's product spotlight. Episode four's product spotlight goes out to General Finishes Milk Paint. General Finishes Milk Paint is a premium interior exterior mineral-based paint named for its low luster sheen, which mimics the look of old world furniture paint. It is not a powdered-based milk paint, but a pre-mixed modern version that is so durable it does not require a top coat unless you want to increase the sheen. Need some milk paint inspiration? Visit the General Finishes Design Center or the Pinterest board for some great furniture painting ideas. In fact, they just released multiple new colors in their milk paint line. I just picked up some of their perfect gray uh, milk paint and sprayed all the doors in my house with them and it turned out fantastic. You can also brush it on. I think it's a very good superior product compared to what's out there on the market. Check out generalfinishes.com for more information. They are today's product spotlight. The milk paint from General Finishes, all the General Finishes stuff. I use a lot in my shop and have not been disappointed, so go check that out. All right, so next we're going to do our featured maker. Our featured maker is basically an account on Instagram that may not have thousands and thousands of followers, but definitely is worthy of going to check out. And here it is. This is episode four's featured maker. This episode's feature maker goes out to Tool Girl Garage. That's Miss Sarah Listy. And on her Instagram, it says she is a maker, woodworker, home renovator, pro power tool reviewer. She's forever learning. And this is the official profile for the Tool Girl Garage website. Uh, day to day, you can find Sarah using chainsaws, using drills, using lawnmowers, using everything. She literally covers a wide variety of professional base tools and she gives you great insight and she's a great writer. It's definitely worth worth a follow. Miss Sarah Listy, make sure you follow her. Again, it's Tool Girls Garage on Instagram. A lot of good stuff. She has a lot of good partnerships and she is growing fast. So if you want to say, I knew you when, you want to go to Tool Girls Garage and give her a look right now and follow along. It's good stuff. That is today's featured maker. 
Okay, so that's the featured maker and the product spotlight of episode four. We're going to jump into the Milwaukee Tool interview. This is just going to be straightforward, straight shooting, just dropping knowledge straight from the horse's mouth. Milwaukee Tool is a giant company, as you well know, and it was so cool for them to jump in with me and record an interview and just drop knowledge bombs on us. We have a little fun on the end, and then they actually offered up a giveaway, and I don't turn those down very often because I love giving back to you guys. So uh, the giveaway is awesome. The only way you'll find out how to enter is in this episode. So when I post it on Instagram, it's going to say you have to listen to this episode and I'm just going to sporadically put in instructions on how to enter and what's up for grabs. So uh, pay attention and let's go. Let's go to Milwaukee Tools. Hey, what's up, Green Knockers? Uh, we have Milwaukee Tool in the house, which is so sick. I'm so happy to have Milwaukee Tool here. They've basically taken over my shop in the last year, and I have no complaints. Uh, we have a guest from Milwaukee Tool that's going to join us in one second, but I thought I'd break down a couple fun facts about Milwaukee Tool that I found on the good old Google. So here, check this out. So in 1918, A.H. Peterson accepted a commission from none other than Henry Ford to produce a lightweight, compact, portable version of the quarter-inch capacity power drill. It was known as the whole shooter and only weighed about five pounds. Four years later, in 1922, after a fire destroyed the facility, Peterson joined up with an investor and formed Milwaukee Electric Tool Corporation. In 1930, Milwaukee set Navy standards when manufacturing portable tools, including the portable hand grinder, the electric hammer, sanders, and polishers. In 1935, Milwaukee developed a lightweight three-quarter inch electric hammer drill designed to set anchors into concrete and famously in 1951 milwaukee unveiled the sawzall reciprocating saw and of course a lot more has been done since then so right now i would love to bring in tyson he's a product manager from milwaukee tool tyson how are you doing thank you for joining Grey Knockers. I'm doing great. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. All right, so let's start off, Tyson. Everybody knows the name Milwaukee. At least I think so, especially if you're in this space. Is there something when you started working at Milwaukee that you found out about the company that just really you were impressed by? Or is there any fun facts that we should know about the company? Yeah, I think uh, you, you did a, a great job of, of our early years and kind of all the the things that kind of a lot of a lot of people I think about in Milwaukee, specifically around the Sawzall. But I think probably the, the coolest thing that I've I've learned since I started is, is probably much closer to uh, today's date. But around 2005, we were the first power tool manufacturer to bring lithium-ion battery technology of the marketplace, a product line called V28. And, you know, knowing what we know today about power tools and where everything has come, kind of a benchmark moment for the power tool industry. Lithium ion batteries are now pretty much everything that you see on, on power tools today, specifically cordless, right? So a huge, huge deal for the industry and, and a massive deal for us here at Milwaukee Tool. And that's really kind of set us on the trajectory we see today with with hundreds and hundreds of new cordless products continuing to be brought to marketplace and, and, and really trying to drive that uh, that innovative spirit. Yeah, it's kind of a big deal. I think that, that would be a good benchmark for the company for sure. I know that last year, I actually went to your headquarters up in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, and impressive. Uh, you guys have a lot of changes going up there. Can you just talk a little bit about the space you all work in and uh, what's going on there? 
Yeah, absolutely. We've grown tremendously. We continue to pump out new products, and in doing so, we need to continue to, you know, add uh, add people and resources here at our, our campus in uh, Brookfield, Wisconsin. So, uh, we've got new buildings going up. Got new people every day coming coming to campus and and, and starting. So, there's no shortage of good and exciting things happening here, uh, both from a you know tool accessory hand tool storage uh, side of things, but also just from a, a people side of things. I think we're we're poised to continue to grow and. And I'm sure when you come back this year for NPS, I'm, I'm sure you're coming. Um, there's no doubt you guys are going to see some some more exciting stuff and changes that uh, that have been going on around the building. Yeah, I mean, just walking into the building, the doors had drill bits as handles. And I walked past the reception desk and there was, I don't want to say, you know, Milwaukee employees weren't working, but the World Cup was on at the time on this ginormous screen in like a lobby area of your headquarters there. And I was just like, I kind of want to work here, too. It was just really neat. Yeah. Yeah, and it's, uh, I mean, I think that speaks to our culture, and it's it's something we're very, uh, very proud of here and really starts uh, at the very, very top with with our executive team, but from the materials we've we've used to build the building, uh, to your point about the handles looking like SDS Max rotary uh, hammer bits, to uh, kind of the culture of, of work hard, play hard, and making sure that you know to to do great things and to come up with great ideas and new products, you need great people, and 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 we try to uh, support that in every every single way we can. Yeah, that's awesome. I, I I misspoke. I said you guys were in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. You're in Brookfield, which is a suburb just it's like on the. It's just on the outer cusp. I just. Yep. All right. So let's dive into a little bit. I wanted to have Milwaukee on to talk a little bit about, you know, the remodel construction woodworking uh, offerings that you guys have and just how you guys are approaching it, what offerings you have and whatnot. So if we can dive in uh, to some questions, the first question I want to ask you, though, before I get to my very first, you know, official question is what's your responsibility there as a product manager? Absolutely. I uh, cover what we call the carpentry and remodeling uh, portfolio for the power tool team. So myself and my team cover everything from nailers to benchtop, miter saws, table saws, um, all of our wood cutting solutions like circ saws and jigsaws, sanders, routers. If it's uh, if it's something that would probably fall under the carpentry remodeling or woodworking categories from a power tool side of things, that is uh, that's the world we live in every single day. Oh, that's awesome. Okay, so my first question: Milwaukee's you know core user is in the pro trades, especially you know historically plumbing and electrical. But why has the company been coming out with just more pro remodeling and woodworking tools recent? And why should the user look into Milwaukee and what they have to offer in that space? Absolutely, and and I think your your points really really valid. Um, when you look back at our our history and some of the points you made earlier on, um, things like the super hog and whole hog and sawzall are really, you know, legacy products for the plumber and the electrician. And I think a lot of people, you know, see us as a brand that that focuses and and, and we clearly bring a lot of products to the market that they they love to use. But for a very long time, the the remodeler has been part of the the you know that pro user that we focus on and. You know, in, in terms of recent years and why kind of you've seen all these products come from Milwaukee, I'd really say that that, that cordless is key. We see cordless taking over the job site, and you know, one of those user groups that we think has a ton of benefit from the cordless power tool is is clearly the remodeler and the carpenter and the woodworker. Um, so our investment within that cordless space has really allowed us to attack new product categories 
places that you you know may have never never seen. I know we've we mentioned table saw. That's an area that you know five years ago I think you had been hard pressed to see anybody tell you that they think a cordless table saw is a good idea or one that could even be able to meet their their needs as an end user. And, and fast forward to today, and I think we've got a, a product in the marketplace that's substantial, clearly developed with the the professional in mind, and, and it is allowing us to tack some of those historically corded categories that uh, that the carpenter or modeler professional is is really been focused on. And in terms of why you know they should should continue to look at Milwaukee or at least take a look into us, I'd say we are the leader in cordless technology. We continue to invest in those technologies in a in a really meaningful way. Uh, we are going to continue to have a multitude of products continue to hit the market. One of our our goals is to continue the new product pipeline in a, a pretty aggressive way. So we'll continue to deliver those solutions. Uh, maybe be things that people have never uh, fathomed or thought of or things that you've used for a long time and we've just found a better way to to make one and and really because of how we approach our focus on uh, on not only making the user's life easier um, but really seeing ourselves as a solutions company so things like productivity and, and portability and efficiency really are core and and some of the ways that we do that are, are clearly unique like our compatibility across our battery systems something that we take very very you know personal and, and we're very proud of and that we you know continue to, to push as we bring new products to the market. Okay. As a response to that answer, I do have a question. Now, being a company that does push the limits of getting as much new product out as possible, is it hard sometimes to make sure that when that product hits the marketplace, that it's worthy? Some other companies sometimes push the envelope with a new a new tool or a new product and it and it fails. How do you prevent? How does Milwaukee prevent new tools from failing? Yeah, and I, I think that's a, that's a really good question. I think it's rooted in in our you know basic approach to developing new product, and that's that is is clearly focused on the user uh, and what the user needs and how we deliver. Uh, on those needs. So, um, you know, part of my job and one of the most exciting things that I get to do is is go out, you know, um, all the time. Um, there is not a week that goes by uh, during the course of the year that I don't spend some amount of time out on a job site. I mean, a lot of weeks I spend literally the entire week um, traveling across the country, um, traveling around the world to, to talk to users to see what they need. And we take uh, take that very seriously. So I would say the, the simplest answer is to, to root yourself in what um, the professional user needs. Um, look at that tool, understand what the uh, the requirements are, what they want to use it for, how they want to use it, what's important to them, um, and then you know be very very clear in how we we set off in developing that and, and not uh, not fooling ourselves. Clearly, some things are very very hard and, and they take a little bit longer to get out of the market. But if that's what it takes to get it right, that's that's what we want to do. So that clear focus on the user and then continuing to invest again in the technology to make sure that we can deliver those solutions are, are, are really the cornerstones to that that process for us. Nice. Well, I know when I first started looking at Milwaukee and bringing Milwaukee into my shop, clearly I knew Milwaukee tool, but with all the latest innovation from all companies, there's always questions. And one question that I always had was, I know that the M12 and the M18 lines are huge and Milwaukee's dedication to strictly, you know, sticking with the M18 and the M12 technology is like super apparent. Can you tell me the difference between the fuel and non-fuel? Because for me, when I first was looking at it, I didn't know if fuel meant something that it didn't, and I, it wasn't clear to me. Obviously, now I do, but from Milwaukee's perspective, uh, what's the difference between a fuel tool and a non-fuel tool? Yeah, absolutely. That's a, that's actually a really good question. And, and before I jump into that, I, I want to make sure that I 
touch on, I think your, your question started in a place that I think is very important to, to us at Milwaukee and that's uh, our commitment to M12 and M18. Uh, and I think, um, you know, you, you see what happens in the industry and, and, uh, you know, across, uh, different brands, uh, and different types of tools. Uh, we started to see, uh, a lot of, uh, a lot of places where compatibility between systems is not really, uh, um, a focus or it seems to be lacking in terms of how important we think or certain, uh, certain companies think it is. And, and we feel the exact opposite that we feel that, you know, sticking with those two lines and trying to, to make, you know, our systems as compatible as possible and, and maintaining that compatibility is, is critical. And that really, you know, goes into what fuel means in both on M12 and M18. And fuel uh, is a really cool sub-brand for us. And to make it very clear for everybody that might be listening, if something says M18 on the side of it, it is fully compatible with the thing that might say M18 fuel uh, on the side of it. Uh, and the same thing goes for M12. Fuel is really a step up within uh, our product categories and it, it leverages best technology in the industry. It provides, you know, best in class performance uh, in regards to whatever category we might be talking about. So if we look at the table saw again, it's going to give you more runtime, more power, better features and performance than what you're going to find out of the marketplace. So really, that's kind of like the, the core of what fuel is. Fuel is really about delivering the best thing that Milwaukee can possibly make and a best in class solution within that given category. In certain spaces, you're only going to see a fuel offering. Um, a table saw is a great example of that. I mean, things like drilling and fastening, uh, we've got solutions that, you know, not all users need the most powerful, most torque out of their drill that we could possibly ever create. They need something that may be a little bit more small and compact. Uh, we can chase that with our brush technology or just our our brushless motor technology that's that's not in fuel. So, you know, the, the I guess the simple answer is really fuel is the, the best thing you're going to possibly get from Milwaukee within that given category. All of our products are designed for the pro. So that's not to say anything that doesn't have fuel on it isn't going to be a professional grade power tool that's going to stand up to the rigors of a job site. Just means that if, if it says fuel on it, that is going to be probably a step above what you've expected or experienced in the past. Best thing that you're going to be able to get from uh, from Team Red. Yeah. Speaking on, you know, just sticking with those platforms and the, and the off and making them the best, like the M12, the M18, just making them the best. A great example of that that I've noticed, and it's a recent thing, is the new um, high output batteries. Like you yeah. guys came out with the three O's already, and I know more is coming. But what's, well, I've heard, you know, more is coming. But what's the benefit of having different tiers of batteries in those two classes, the M12 and the M18 systems? Yep. And that's uh, another great question because we do have, we've got a lot of packs that are out on the market and, and all of them are really designed with specific things in mind. So you, you mentioned the high output lineup of batteries that we introduced last year uh, with a 12 amp hour battery at our NPS. We've recently brought a couple other high high output packs to the marketplace. We've clearly got our, our compact batteries, which are the smaller, you'll hear some people call them slim pack batteries. And then we have our XC line. So that's really kind of our, we have our three tiers of batteries that are out there. And, and they're all really designed for, like I mentioned, specific things. So you have from our compact side of things, um, that's really where size and weight is the most important. So if you're, you're using a drill or an impact driver above your head, uh, or in a very tight space where size and weight and fatigue uh, might become a, a problem for you, we want to make sure we can deliver you a pack that's compatible with the M18 system on that tool that is going to be able to help deliver on that user need or that that most important thing for you at that time. Our XC packs, I would say, have our you know the broadest range of where we see them used. Um, they're still small enough and compact enough to be used on your drilling and fastening products from drills to high-torque impact wrenches. They're powerful enough to be used on things like our Sawzall lineup or our circuit 
circular saw lineup to give you extended runtime, an increase in performance from where the CP or compact line uh, delivers, but it's still compatible with things like the table saw. So if you find yourself caught in a pinch and you need to make one cut, uh, or if you're using your miter saw and you need to make a handful of cuts in that baseboard or trim before the end of the day, you can always take an XC pack that you have in your arsenal and plop it on that tool. Uh, continue to work. And then when we talk about the high output, high demand batteries that uh, that we've created, those things are really to go after those most demanding, really powerful tools that that need. You know, if you're going to use your table saw all day long, which we know for you know most contractors, it's a it's a pretty pretty everyday tool. Uh, we want to deliver you that 12 volt pack so you get the runtime that you need to stay productive. Uh, when you get in the most demanding applications and you start ripping s- through some really big piece of gnarly wood, uh, that you're going to get the performance that's that's required to do do that, while still being compatible with the rest of the M18 system. So it, it's really important for us to have those tiers within the systems. And I know I really spoke to M18 there. The similar you know story hangs in there for M12 as well. We've got compact batteries where size and weight's important. We have XC batteries where more performance and runtime and increasing that power and speed of the the tool you're using comes in. But that's really where they they fall. Uh, it's, it's allowing us to stay compatible and deliver a range of different applications from where size and weight's important to where performance is the utmost important thing to the people using our, our M18 and M12 tools. Yeah, I'll be, I'll be honest. When I started you know, bringing in Milwaukee, uh, the 12-volt line, the M12 line, just really impressed me. I mean, I've been using... It's sneaky, eight, isn't it? It really is. I've been using 18-volt drills, which seems to be like my whole life. And now that I do full-time woodworking, and I do construction and whatnot as well, but man, I could just grab the M12 and it's got so much power. I mean... Yeah, it, it the just, beauty of M- M12 is it it's so small and so compact. You know, the system really, if you, if you go back to when we launched M12, the, the jettison of that system was really to go after manual hand tool type applications, uh, things that you would normally have to do yourself and would get tired and fatigued from doing. Mm-hmm. Um, so things like ratchets and our M12 stapler um, and the, the palm nailer and things where you'd normally be using a hand tool to complete some of those applications, you, you can now do with a battery uh, and save yourself a lot of time, uh, a lot of energy and a lot of effort. And, you know, you fast forward today and we've got crazy powerful drills. We've got crazy powerful hacksaws and circ saws and, and tools that literally compete with 18 volt products from other brands. Um, but they're still really small and compact. So it's, it's a pretty cool system for us. Yeah. Not only, not only that, not even, not only competing against the, you know, the 18 volt, but you look at the gen two M12, uh, drill and impact and look at it to the gen three huge difference. It's just, yep. it's a big example of what we spoke about earlier and uh, the dedication just to innovation and, you know, pressing forward. Look at the M- M18 uh, fuel drill and impact. I mean, holy cow, it looks like a 12 volt. It's so small, but it's got that power. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, that, that's one of those products where even, uh, even as a product manager and someone who deals with new product development on a regular basis, <laughs> Uh, the first time I got my hands on one of those and got to use it, I was even shocked uh, at how uh, exciting that product was going to be for us because it is so small, mm-hmm. it is so lightweight and compact, but still delivers on that performance. And and that's you know for us, that's one of the things that motivates us is being able to deliver that type of reaction for the professional who who puts that type of tool in their hand every day. Uh, and when they grab it, they realize that something is different and just better uh, about the thing that they're buying from Milwaukee. Yeah, I completely agree with you. The only uh, pushback I get sometimes, especially on Instagram, is people see the size a lot of reviewers a lot of you know tool guys will show how much smaller it got and then you got you know frank who's been a carpenter for 35 years says that thing's got no power so i guess the idea is these people really have to just get one in their hand and give it a whirl because there must be a little bit of bias with some of these older older guys and older girls who just 
they think bigger means more power, but that's just not true now. Yeah, and I think with uh, with any tool that we launch, there's always perceptions in the marketplace of of what someone was used to using or what they've had in the past. And mm-hmm. I think your your drill drill example is great, where they've gotten so small that I think a lot of people do have a perception that they can't complete their applications. But as soon as you put it in your hand, not to use a you know cliche, but the proof's in the pudding. Right. Um, uh, when it comes to that kind of stuff, it's hard to argue with what you see and what you feel uh, once you pull the trigger. Yeah, it's just you know the market's got to get used to it because that's the way it is, and it's awesome. Like if you don't have one and you don't use it, you just maybe you won't believe it. But I, I'm telling you right now, put one in your hand. If you don't believe it, put one in your hand and try it and then talk to me. Absolutely. Um, all right. Innovation. Uh, one big event every year that Milwaukee does is their new product synopsis, also known as NPS. Last year at NPS 18 was my first year. Basically, if I can explain it before you do, because it'll make me sound smart for a second, is <laughs> NPS is a invitation-only event where those in some type of media or influence are invited to check out new tools and to show them to their audience and you know get a little hype behind it. And it was awesome. Like you guys basically took this old warehouse and made it just a sanctuary for new Milwaukee tools. And it was sweet. Not to mention you guys know how to throw a party. So that was cool too. But NPS 19 is coming this June. I'm going again. Thank you for inviting me. Welcome. Uh, The big news last year was dubbed the next breakthrough for M18. And there was a lot of good stuff. I mean, from chainsaws to table saws, like we talked about everything. It was just, it was sweet. In fact, weren't you one of the, you were one of the project managers behind three of them, the M18 fuel table saw, the M18 fuel super sawzaw, which was awesome. And the M18 fuel cirque saw, which is also awesome. I don't have one and I need to get one. Uh, Can you talk about these three tools because, you know, you work so closely with it and kind of the impact on the market those had uh, for Milwaukee? We're still so, so excited about the products that we launched at at last year's MPS. It's uh, hard to believe that we're only uh, a couple months away from doing it again in, in introducing uh, another massive uh, round of new products from Milwaukee. So uh, it's a cool event, and, and we love having you guys up there and, and getting a chance to show uh, all the new products off. So thanks for coming. Uh, we do we do appreciate that. But uh, um, in terms of the the products you mentioned, the table saw, the super sawzall, uh, and the new M18 fuel cirque, um, they are uh, three products that I did get to work on, and uh, they, they've been tremendous for us since since we launched them. The table saw uh, is is probably one of the coolest things that I've got to work on here in Milwaukee, um, specifically just because it's the the first table saw that Milwaukee Tool has ever come out with. Period. So it's uh, it's a category that we haven't been in for a while, and and you know again now that the the technology is there on the cordless side of things, we wanted to go go head first, and uh, it was a great product to work on because uh, I got to learn a lot about a category that we you know hadn't focused on uh, a lot in the past, and and uh, it's a it's a tool as I mentioned before that I don't think a lot of people really ever expected to see cordless. When you tell them it's an 18-volt battery that powers it, their eyes get really big. Um, <laughs> there's a little bit of skepticism, uh, like we talked about with the drill, and then they use it, and it's it's a totally different experience for them. Um, and uh, it, it's been it's been phenomenal. It's been a fun product to work on from the beginning, and and since we've launched it, the feedback's been been really really good. We've we've continued to see people you know convert away from whatever corded product they've had uh, in the past, and, and and think that hey, cordless really is you know catching up and and probably surpassing what uh, what my expectations are. Uh, and uh, it's really cool. Uh, the Super Sawzall is cool from probably a completely different uh, perspective because knowing that we invented the the Sawzall and really invented the Recip Saw category, we 
um, maybe more than any tool category, take a lot of pride in, in the Sawzall space and, and uh, wanting to continue to be an innovation leader in, in, in that category. And we, uh, we really designed the Super Sawzall uh, from, uh, from the aspect of replacing uh, the biggest, baddest uh, recip saw that's ever been put out on the market, which is our corded version of the Super Sawzall. And we said, hey, we want to make the product that can go, go toe-to-toe with that. So we spent a lot of time with, with contractors doing demolition who just wanted pure, raw, cutting power and performance and saying, you know, hey, wh- what is it going to take for you to take this corded product you're, you're so fond of and used to using today and get it out of your hands? And, and that's really where we started that project from. And yeah, I think we, you know, we, we hit a home run with it again. The feedback on that's been, been phenomenal and it clearly cuts, uh, cuts like crazy, um, from a runtime and, and performance perspective. It's, it's, you know, one of the, the meanest tools that I've ever got to work on. And, and, uh, we continue to, to really, uh, really focus on that Sawzall category and, and continue to try to look forward to what we can do next within that space. But the, this M18 fuel super Sawzall is definitely a, a good one to have, have launched last year. And the Cirque saw that I got to work on was cool. I actually, uh, I don't want to call it a gen two product, uh, but this is the second, uh, M18 fuel seven and a quarter inch Cirque saw that I've got to work on. Um, since I've been in Milwaukee, I, I also got to work on the first one and, and that was cool because it was the first 18 volt seven and a quarter inch circs I ever brought to the market. Uh, so we really blazed a trail. As technologies, you know, advanced and developed, uh, we clearly saw an opportunity to make it even you know, better than the one that we had. So uh, we brought this one in the marketplace. This one cuts faster than corded. It's it's you know uh, honestly one of if not the fastest uh, saws out on the market. Period. It's got a ton of runtime, over 700 cuts on a single 12 volt battery. That's a lot of cuts. I've made those cuts multiple times for demonstration purposes or building stuff. Uh, 700 cuts takes a very very long time to to burn up. So uh, it's uh, it's got a ton of features and benefits on it. And again, it's uh, all three of the products have been tremendous since we launched them, and and we continue to get really good feedback. So if, if you haven't tried them, you know, specifically if you're skeptical on the table saw that it's got the power, uh, or if you've had experience with a, a cordless saw on the Sawzall or Cirque Saw side in the past and you weren't, you know, weren't impressed with it, I would say go give these a shot because we called them the next breakthrough to try to make sure people realize that it wasn't just the same old stuff uh, in a different package, but it was brand new technology from motors to batteries to electronics uh, that was really allowing us to push the boundaries of what was possible. Yeah. And they don't have to look any further than my page because <laughs> yeah, there you go. Because that table saw right now in my shop is the only table saw that I have. And I do woodworking full-time, and I've transitioned from doing a lot of mixed materials to mostly hardwoods now. The table saw stands tall. I had a cabinet saw before, corded, obviously. Uh, That's gone. And when you have such a small footprint, which I think a lot of startup woodworking companies and construction companies, they don't have a lot of room. So... But they think in their head that I need a cabinet saw. Like I need the footprint, the big footprint. And for some sheet goods, that might be the case. However, you can make an in-feed, outfield table for sheet goods. And that saw will do everything you need. I put, you guys came out with new blades. I put one of your new blades on that saw. And it is cut walnut, paduke, ash, oak. In the last three months, that's all I've used. And it's it's been great. And I never run out of battery. And you're talking hardwoods, a two and a half inch, you know, 10 quarter walnuts getting ripped through this battery powered table saw and it stands tall. So that, that's no small cut. No, that's the real deal right there. That's the real deal. That's what I and I keep posting on my Instagram like, guys, I don't I'm not trying to tell you you need this saw, but it's an option that you should consider because of the footprint. I mean, it's it's a small and for a guy like me that's in my shop 
70 percent of the time and on site 30 percent of the time i can grab that saw with one hand and throw it in the back of my truck trailer car whatever it's, it's yeah, a, that's that's one of the beautiful things about it being cordless. When it's maybe when it's sitting in your shop, you've got a ton of ton of batteries around. You can continue to pump them through there. But when you have to go out on site and you've got to go do an install or you've got to go do some work, you know, on location, um, having a cordless saw becomes invaluable. Not having to run the extension cords. Uh, table saws make a ton of dust. Mm-hmm. Uh, being able to put that wherever you want, outside, you know, in a garage, uh, in a in a dwelling, wherever it's convenient for you, and not have to worry about a power source was one of the the big things that we saw. One of the big advantages that we saw uh, with developing a cordless table saw. To your point, it's light. You can grab it. You can go. The stand's easy to use. Um, It's meant to be portable. And and again, you really increase your efficiency as a user. So you can make, you know, make more cuts faster and and hopefully at the end of the day, make more money. Yeah. And I know this isn't your area, but you guys um, came out with like a HEPA vac a while ago. I don't have that, but I did pick up the new backpack vac. And do you know, I mean, besides cleaning up the job sites when I'm there, I, I hook that vac up. It's cordless, backpack yep. vacuum, and I hook it up to that table saw. I hook it up to my 12-inch miter saw, That's and I'm 100% cordless on site. Everything's cordless. And even clients, um, patrons, if I'm working at a bar or restaurant, will come up to me and be like, dude, you have like one of the nicest rigs I've seen, and it's because there's not cords going all over the floor, you know? So it's... It's just something I wanted to bring up, but uh, yeah, it reduces tripping hazards, and and we we love the cordless job site. We have a vision here in Milwaukee that, you know, very hopefully very soon we'll walk onto job sites and see no cords, no hoses, um, other than maybe the ones plugged into chargers sit, sitting by an outlet here or there. <laughs> yeah, we we've started to see it. We've got we've got plenty of users that reach out to us through social media, um, through email, call into the office to tell us that they got rid of everything that had cords on it, and they they're running cordless and they love it. So yeah, it's good uh, good to hear. Yeah, you know, when I was at your headquarters, part of the tour, because we all got a tour of your space there, and there was one part of uh, the building where everyone had to put their phones away and no phones were allowed, but it was one of the coolest parts. And it was a section dedicated to new product development. And it's basically a play area for Milwaukee's engineers and product managers, I'm assuming. Besides that area, maybe you can incorporate it in your answer, but what's Milwaukee's approach to developing new tools like the ones we just mentioned, like the table saw, the Cirque saw, and the Super Sawzaw? You touched on it a little bit earlier about saying you travel over the country, you know, talking and working with actual users. What kind of data do you pull from actual users into new product? New product is our, our lifeblood uh, here in Milwaukee, and, and that that goes for more than just the power tool team that I'm on, the hand tool team, like I said, um, the the storage team, the accessory team. Everybody uh, is really, really focused on new product, and, and it's from an engineering perspective to a marketing uh, product manager perspective, that's that's really what we're focused on. So we do, we do a lot. Uh, we try to eat, sleep, and breathe the products that we're working on, and uh, that goes from when we start a project, making sure that every single person who works on it understands, you know, what the product's are, how they work, you know, getting some kind of down and dirty hands-on time with stuff and actually using them um, to, you know, in the case of a Cirque saw, cut a bunch of wood and make sure you know what that feels like to use, you know, our product, competitive products, everybody's stuff. Um, but our, our new product development process, as I mentioned before, is really rooted in the end user. And uh, the team that I work on, we're lucky enough to be the people who get to go out and, and spend time with users and talk to them about what they want. And we uh, we spend a lot of time on job sites. Um, sometimes all we're doing is, is observing. We try not to talk very much. We take a lot of video and pictures of what's going on to bring back to the office to uh, 
to provide to the organization, to, to engineers and people working on the products internally so they can understand exactly what we saw, exactly what the user said or how they held it or what they did with it. And then other times we, we go and we ask questions because, you know, to, to kind of your point on the table saw, we want to understand every single wood that you might cut with that product. I want to understand if there's, you know, if it's hardwood, if it's softwood, if it's composite, if it's sheet goods, uh, is it dimensional, what size is it? All of those things are critical to us making sure we're meeting the needs of what those users are looking for. And it, and it goes obviously way beyond that to very, very little intricate things that only someone who's held a, a jigsaw in their hand for hours on end uh, doing something with it uh, would be able to tell you. And, and that's who we want to learn from. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't take the approach that uh, we can spend a couple hours cruising the internet, uh, look at a couple boxes on the shelf at, at, a, at a store someplace um, and decide what we can and cannot make. We want to go get uh, that level of data and that level of intelligence about a product in a category straight from the people who rely on it every day. That's that's what we do. That's kind of that's how we go about it. And uh, we do a lot of validation, a lot of testing. So uh, we, we start out by talking to users and then throughout the process, we're bringing prototypes, we're bringing field samples out to the users to let them use it for, for you know a given period of time and tell us what they don't like, what they do like, and how we might be able to make our own ideas better. Um, we continue to incorporate those as well until we get to a point where we're ready to launch it. And we try to do that as fast as we can without making uh, any mistakes. You know, at NPS last year, there was obviously a lot of things that were impressive. But what's most impressive to me as just a business owner and a wood full-time woodworker is when a company listens to the end user and implements the change needed. And I'm just going to be honest. I really didn't care for uh, Milwaukee's jigsaw prior to the one that came out last year. It just, I did, it just wasn't for me. I'll just be polite, you know, because <laughs> uh, I just didn't, I didn't like it a lot. <laughs> if I'm being honest, I got the new D we want honest feedback. So we'll take that. We yes. Take that very well. <laughs> but I got my hands on um, the new one the new D handle and the new barrel grip. And it's a world of difference. Obviously there's some similarities just on body structure, you know, whatever the cut is different. And that's what matters to me. If, if I have to be a little bit uncomfortable, which I'm not, but if I had to be uncomfortable uh, with it in my hand to get a better cut, I would be. But the new jigsaw gives a very good level to me with both. It's very comfortable. There's not a lot of vibration. And when I'm cutting you know, two-inch ash, which is a hardwood, with a decent blade, and I'm cutting a circle tabletop with it, it still gives me a 90-degree cut. And that's what I need. So that was one example. You brought up the jigsaw. And in my head, it was like, oh, tell them how much you like the jigsaw. Because that was a huge that was a huge upgrade. Yeah, we were very, very happy with those jigsaws, uh, to speak to those specifically. You know, we, we saw a need to update and upgrade the product that we had in the marketplace today, or I guess not today, but, you know, last year and years prior and, and uh, saw a huge opportunity. We, you know, we really redesigned that product. Uh, from the ground up on the D handle and uh, started completely uh, from scratch on the barrel grip to uh, to get to two products that we're really proud of and, and really excited about and, and I think the reaction that that you had is very similar to the reaction that uh, you know the users that uh, have been buying the product as well have have had so uh, that's really that's what we want right when we start a project we're not looking to make small incremental improvements uh, we want to make sure we're bringing a product to the to the market that's meeting the needs and the requirements of of the professional user but also something that you know kind of kind of they can look at and say, I, I get what Milwaukee did here. Like this is clearly a step up from either what we've had in the past or what I've got to use, um, you know, in the past. And, and I think the jigsaws are a great example of that. Yeah. It's just cool when, um, when 
Milwaukee or any other brand, they they know that something can be improved and they do it. Even even stuff like we talked about earlier, the M12 drills, they were they were great drills. I had no issues with them, but yet you come back and just slam better drills in my face, and I'm like, thank you. Sometimes that's you got to so innovate on yourself. You yeah, gotta, that, you gotta, that's true. Uh, bring bring better products to the marketplace, even if what you got is good. If we've got better technology and a, a better product, we think we can make. There's a good chance we're going to do it. All right, let's get back to some fun stuff. NPS 19. What are we going to expect in the remodeling and woodworking solution space? I mean, last year you brought a lot to the table, but what are we going to expect in 19? Yeah, I would love to tell you specifically what we're doing, but I think I would get in trouble <laughs> since we still got a few few weeks before the event. Uh, but I will say that you should expect a lot. Oh. Uh, you should expect a lot in terms of the number of products that you're going to see. Uh, you should expect a lot in terms of um, how cool and exciting the products are that we're bringing. I think you will see some things that people have probably been waiting for for some time. And, oh. uh, we're pretty excited for. I think you might see a couple of things that maybe you didn't expect to, to come from Milwaukee. So we've got a full slate specifically in that carpentry remodeling uh, section and, and even beyond that um, there's going to be a ton uh, of new product from Milwaukee uh, and as usual you can expect it to be new innovative really designed to make the pros life better on and off the job site so it uh, it should be a fun event we're looking forward to it as usual oh I can't wait and no one you know it's just me and you here no one's listening so <laughs> yeah no, if, no if you no, wanted so hopefully, to hopefully people are listening at some point <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, right now it's just me and you. So if you yeah. want to just, uh, I'll I'll delete it. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, yeah, you'll delete it before you make the the final podcast. Yeah. I don't know about that. Okay, <laughs> so I, I can't wait. It's gonna be it's gonna be awesome. I already know it's gonna be awesome. So for more about MPS uh, 19, guys, follow my page, William Patrick Customs, and I'll just plug two other users that I think cover the event super well and this wasn't a planned plug at all but toolholic was there last year i don't know if he's gonna be there this year but his page i was actually in his group so he does a lot of good stuff kyle at rr buildings unbelievable content and video and informative joe a canadian carpenter saw a lot of his content super good super knowledgeable i actually watched him last year with that cirque saw do some wizardry that i couldn't even imagine do with a cirque saw but that i guess that's a framer for you but yeah make sure you're tuned in youtube instagram facebook there's people covering this event all over social media all platforms and it's super cool to see how different people cover the event but the coolest part is seeing the new tools so you're going to want to check in for that. Okay, so we covered a lot. And at this point of my interview, I like to have a little bit more fun. So it's going to be... I think we've been having a lot of fun, Bill. We we actually have, have been having fun. fun. You're right. <laughs> I felt like I, I felt a little tense, though, because whenever I interview someone, I have to be, you know, proper and... But at the end of the interviews, I like to ask a series of yes or no questions that you can only answer in yes or no. But because you're a company... And because um, I don't want you to lose your job, you can answer and plead the fifth. I give you that option. Most most guests don't get that, just so you know. Um, I, I appreciate the... Yes. And then um, I have five more questions that are one-word answers. You can only answer in one word. So if you're down, I'm ready to ask. I am. I'm ready. Fire away. All right. Tyson, product manager, Milwaukee, Milwaukee Tools. This is your first yes or no question. Tyson, is a, uh, is a track saw even on the radar? from Milwaukee in the near future. Yes or no? Yes. Oh, I was so expecting a plead the fifth and I'm glad. Yes. All right. 
I don't even have to ask anymore. Thanks for coming on. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. (laughs) All right. Yes or no. Is Milwaukee the best pro tool solution for remodelers, woodworkers, and carpenters? Yes. Okay, I just threw you a bone there. I was just, you know, I had to I give you. I appreciate after the first one where you're like, you asked, you, I was waiting for something a lot, a lot more. <laughs> no, that, I promise. That was probably the hardest one. Okay, um, Tyson, is red your favorite color? I'm going to say no. Oh, you're just blowing my mind right now. It's my favorite power tool color for sure, but okay. it's, it's probably not my favorite favorite color in general. Okay, question, uh, yes or no, number four, Tyson, product manager, Milwaukee Tools. If you work at Milwaukee, do you have to to be a Brewers, Bucks, or Packers fan? You do not, no. No, okay, no. Okay, that's good. I still have a chance because there's no way I'm going to support those teams. Tyson, Milwaukee Tools. Chicago pizza is better than New York pizza. Yes or no? No. Oh, we're not friends. <laughs> that is horrible. Honestly, I, don't dis- I, I don't discriminate much against pizza, period, but if you're going to make me, make me pick, that, that would have to be my answer. Oh. You and Mark Spagnolia. You're going to go hang out with Mark <laughs> from the Wood Whisperer. He hates Chicago pizza. I don't know. What is... All right. I care too much about this pizza thing. All right. Question number six. Tyler, uh, Milwaukee Tools, product manager. Have you ever driven one of those uh, red Milwaukee stickered trucks? Yes, I have. All right. How was it? Did you want to take it home? You know, it's uh, it's it's fun. You you feel uh, feel like you are like a tool superhero driving around <laughs> one of those things. Um, and I think most people assume that they're always full. The back is full of, of like some, either tools or t-shirts or something. Everyone always thinks they're full of stuff, but right freebies. Many times, many times they're not. A bunch of freebies. I I can just imagine like you know rush hour in the morning or at night driving around in one of those trucks. Those poor salesmen and women, you'll, and just get getting honked at and waved at, and, at and traffic, and people will uh, will yell one of many things at you. Hopefully, it's not about your driving, <laughs> uh, but sometimes all all good stuff, and sometimes it's I'll just say it's candid feedback. Nice. Yeah. Okay. So that completes yes or no. Congratulations, you made it through alive. We're gonna go to one word answers. Here we go. Tyson, product manager, Milwaukee Tool. Name one product Milwaukee came out with you think any pro should have our new gen 3 m18 fuel drill driver Mm-hmm. i would agree with that that wasn't one word but we'll make it we'll make an exception that was kind of not a one wordable answer so tyson uh name one product from milwaukee tool that is in the remodel woodworking uh class you think is an industry leading tool i'm gonna say the table saw table saw okay all right, uh, this is kind of a weird question, and I hope you don't judge me. One word, <laughs> one word, one word answered question here. Tyson, uh, Milwaukee Tool Product Manager, what's your spirit tool? Ooh, yeah, um, it's deep, but it's kind of weird. That is a deep one. I'm gonna say uh, M18 Hi-Fi speaker. Oh, that is that's good. I like that answer. All right, all right, Tyson. One word that describes Milwaukee Tool Company. Innovative. I knew that was kind I I wrote down innovative. I said, watch them say innovative. Okay, that's good, though. That's good. One word that describes Milwaukee Tool's future. Exciting. Ooh, okay. I wrote down leader. I just thought you were going to go with leader. I don't know. I I can't answer with the ones you write down all the time. Oh, you're right. You're right. (laughs) 
All right. That was awesome. Thank you so much for coming on Grain Knockers. That was super cool. Tyson, product manager from Milwaukee Tools, answered a lot of questions about woodworking, about uh, the remodel space, carpentry. And, you know, this interview could have honestly gone on for hours. Milwaukee Tools has come out with so many tools in the last six months, much less year. And they're so trade specific that like next week we could have on your elect like an electrician specialist and then like a plumber specialist and it could go on and on. But um, I think we covered a lot of ground. I think that you were super informative and helpful. I think uh, your spirit tool is super cool because I didn't even think (laughs) about being a speaker. And uh, we just really appreciate you coming on. No, well, thanks for having me. I appreciate the uh, the time to to come on and, and talk to you and the, the listeners, and and thanks for uh, thanks for coming to MPS. We appreciate the support and, and coming and hanging out with us and checking all the new stuff and and uh, hopefully what uh, what you see here in the next uh, next month or so gets you just as excited as you were last year. Yeah, I'm super stoked. And one more thing we need to cover here, a little bit of business, is you actually offered up a pretty cool giveaway for this episode. Do you want to just yeah, tell? Absolutely. I'll tell I'll tell them you know how they can get entered to win later, but why don't you unveil what we're giving away for this Milwaukee Tool episode? Yeah, so uh, we uh, we decided that uh, since Bill has a uh, a pretty good passion for the brand new M18 fuel table saw, that we were uh, we're going to throw one of those out to one of the listeners uh, as uh, as a thanks for listening in and, and listening about Milwaukee Tool. That's so sick. That is just a sick sick giveaway. I mean. Guys, pay attention. As soon as we're done here with Tyson, I'll go over the rules of how to enter. But damn, that table saw. What's the retail on that table saw? Six hundred, five fifty. Yeah, it's it's pretty. It's pretty. It's like five, just uh, just north between five and six hundred bucks, depending yeah. on where you find it. So, guys, you, you want to get, get in one on key. That. You get one key in there so you can track and manage and, and lock out your tool. There's all kinds of good stuff. Okay, before you go, this is completely random. You, you you brought up one key, and I was going to bring it up earlier, and I failed as a host. <laughs> how, how how many tools in your space that you manage, woodworking, uh, remodeling, construction, uh, offer one key? I know the table saw does. What else? Um, yeah, there's. Uh, I believe there is uh, four of them um, that have uh, have one key. All offer kind of a different, a little bit different functionality to the uh, the user. So we've got sawzalls. Uh, we've got one key sawzall. Um, that uh, has we have the table saw, um, and uh, and I'll say some other things coming uh, that have one key. Oh, uh, and then overall, um, I believe the count uh, is uh, is well into the 30s uh, in terms of the the entire M18 line of tools that have one key in it. So um, we've we've been able to put it in impacts, impact wrenches, drivers, drills, uh, a bunch of our high force uh, products for the plumber and electrician for cutting and crimping. So um, it's uh, if you haven't. Checked out one key. Uh, if what I'm talking about is, is confusing to you, I'd, uh, I'd highly <laughs> recommend to MilwaukeeTool.com and check out the one key page because it's a it's a pretty cool digital uh, platform that we can uh, leverage power yeah, tools for. It's awesome. All right, thanks for coming on. I really appreciate it. Will you guys come back in the future? We'll we'll go over uh, absolutely, absolutely. We'll, we'll go over uh, this year's NPS next year again and uh, get me all jonesed up for going. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, I think uh, anytime you want me back on, I'm I'm here to here to talk. 
Tyson, thank you so much for jumping on. Milwaukee Tool, thank you for coming and uh, representing your brand here on Gray Knockers. So much fun. Uh, and who knew there was such thing as a spirit tool? I am so weird. I don't know why I even... Anyways, uh, what about the giveaway from Milwaukee Tool for this episode? The M18 Fuel Table Saw with one key. An amazing tool. And here's how you're going to win. I'm going to post a post about this episode being launched on Instagram at Gray Knockers and William Patrick Customs to enter to win that table saw. You're going to have to share that post uh, either on your feed or in stories. You're going to have to tag Milwaukee Tool. You're going to have to tag Grain Knockers. And you're going to have to use the hashtag table saw NPS. N is in Nancy. P is in Paul. S is in Sam. Make sure you're tagging all three of those. Milwaukee Tool, Grain Knockers, the hashtag table saw NPS, and that will get you entered. You also have to be following Grain Knockers and Milwaukee Tool to be qualified. Um, if you want a bonus entry, here's how you can get a bonus entry. You have to leave a review and subscribe to wherever you listen, whether it's SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, or whatever or app you listen on. Leave a review and show me you subscribe. DM me proof that you did it, and uh, you'll get a bonus entry. So good luck to everyone. 